Hello and welcome to uh, the LDS study session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. We are moving on to episode 193 today, uh, and I want to share something with you. Enzyme uh, in December 2019. Um, I have only recently started looking more into the Enzyme. Uh, it's something I used to study very often, um, particularly on my mission, and then in a couple of years or so after. And then with having to move around, you know, fairly regularly, once a year or once every couple of years, you know, our subscription and kept not getting renewed and having to change address and so on, that we didn't have the um, the actual paper copy. Now, of course, we have the uh, wonderful resource of the uh, Gospel Library, which is great, but because there's, all, there's so many things on there to study, it can become almost difficult to pick out something to study uh, each day um, without missing something which is being updated quite regularly, like the Enzyme once every, once every month is we get a whole new magazine uh, and then obviously months go by and I forget to start to read the, the next one. Um, so, you know, that's probably why I've not had as much focus on that recently as I should probably have. However, uh, this, well, relatively new function on the uh, Gospel Library has made this enzyme much more easier to keep track of uh, to make sure that I study it uh, and also breaks it down really well so that I uh, know in what chunks to read it in. Uh, and that is obviously the study plan uh, facility. I now have the Book of Mormon on there, uh, I've now got the Enzyme on there, uh, and I think I'm going to add the um, the Church Handbook as well. Uh, and so it just really gives a really useful um, resource to have something to be able to study um, these things, which are very valuable and very important, uh, which will be able to give us more guidance. Um, the, I, I loved studying the Enzyme on my mission. It was one of my sources of wonderful insights uh, that I got. Um, you know, I remember specifically a an Enzyme article around the June or July time uh, by Elder Dieter Christofferson about moral agency, uh, and it, it was just really a, an eye-opener for me and a really great uh, piece of study which I was able to have, and that came from the Enzyme. So, you know, whatever you're doing right now, I really recommend you to uh, be able to do this today, to set the Enzyme onto a monthly study um material. Now, obviously, you'll have to do set a new study plan each month on the first of each month, but you should remember to do that if you're in the habit of reading a bit each day, and then you reach the first of the next month, and it's no longer, it's complete. It should be a relatively easy task to remember to then get the next enzyme set up for that following month on a, you know, from the first to the end of the 30th or 31st of that month on a daily reminder to study, you know, a bit from it each day. And if you do have it to be studied each day in a month, it gives you a fairly, you know, a fairly ch large chunk, not a large chunk, but, a, a, you know, a, a good size to study uh, from each day, um, which I've really benefited from. Now, one of those articles that I'm going to make reference to now is one from the December 2019 Enzyme. Uh, it's by Elder David A. Bednar, and it's called Jesus Christ, the Source of Enduring Joy. Now, this was actually uh, taken from a devotional address uh, that they might have joy, which he delivered on December last year, uh, in December last year, December the 4th. Um, and he begins with a, um, an experience where he witnessed what he felt was true joy. He was listening to a, a sister bear a testimony, and she talked about the joy of the gospel, and he said this, quote, Immediately obvious to me was the fact that this woman was not simply speaking familiar words. The light that shone in her eyes, the spiritually dignified tone of her voice, her bright and peaceful countenance, everything about her affirmed the truthfulness of what she was saying. She was filled with joy. She radiated joy. 
Indeed, she was becoming more like the Saviour and receiving his image in her countenance, a part of which was becoming joyful. Close quote. Um, and he talks about how this joy is obviously something which we talk about a lot at this Christmas season. Uh, for example, the, the hymn, Joy to the World, has the word joy in its title alone. Uh, never mind the number of times it repeats the word joy throughout that hymn. Um, and of course, this is the message of the Christmas season. Uh, he quotes President Russell M. Nelson, who says this, quote, Our message to the world is simple and sincere. We invite all of God's children on both sides of the veil to come unto their Saviour, receive the blessings of the Holy Temple, and have enduring joy, and qualify for eternal life, close quote. Um, and obviously, you know, there is a, a point here about what joy is. Um, and Elder Bednar went on, went on to speak about it, saying that joy is something which is more than happiness. It, it's, it's something which we seek throughout this life, uh, and it's um, a great peace and, and comfort to us when we do finally receive it for a while. He uh, instructs us further on this by saying, quote, I believe the contrast between righteous joy and worldly fun is instructive and helps us better understand the true nature, the nature of true joy. Joy comes from an exercising faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, worthily receiving and faithfully honouring the sacred covenants and ordinances, and striving to become deeply converted to the Saviour and his purposes. Fun is the result of amusement, playful and often boisterous action or speech, or pleasurable diversion. A day on the rise at Disneyland is fun. Worthily preparing for and participating in the ordinance of the sacraments is joyful. Joy primarily is spiritual. Fun primarily is temporal. Joy primarily is enduring. Fun primarily is temporary. Joy primarily is deep and rich. Fun primarily, fun primarily is shallow. Joy primarily is whole and complete. Fun primarily is partial. Joy primarily pertains to mortality and eternity. Fun pertains only to mortality. How important it is for us to never confuse or trade the enduring deep joy of devoted device discipleship for temporary and shallow fun, close quote. And I think that um, that's the important point. It's where we um, substitute or sacrifice joy to have fun. That is the problem. I mean, nothing there says that we can't have fun uh, in this life. And, you know, part, you know, fun is an important ingredient in a happy life. Um, however, we should not sacrifice our eternal joy for the fun or some of the fun which would impede or block that joy from happening. Um, a final thing that he said was this, quote, Because of Heavenly Father's plan and the Saviour's atonement, service in invites us to emulate the character of Jesus Christ, the true source of joy. I recently read a statement by Kevin J. Worthen, president of Brigham Young University, about deep joy. He said, I have come to believe that one measure of how eternal progress of our eternal progress is how much joy we derive from service, close quote. Um, and what better time than this Christmas season to really consider these two things, service and joy, and how this service truly leads to the joy that we can feel, this long-lasting, this uplifting, this edifying joy, which propels us to become more like the Saviour, moves us, helps us become more rather than just do, which is something which we should all be seek searching and seeking for. For example, we have the Light the World program, and today our challenge is to share a scripture with a loved one or someone that we know uh, who needs a boost. Uh, and so that's a really, well, it's, it's an easy one, I'll be honest with you. It's a really straightforward one, particularly if it's someone 
that is a member of the church or is probably or, or maybe has fallen away from the church but did attend the church attend church once i mean i think it would be difficult to share and we feel less less comfortable sharing with someone that's not of our faith however uh, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't uh, and if anything you know that's where a lot of potential could be had but if we don't feel that comfortable with that at this stage with someone that you know then share it with someone that you do know of, of our faith who is having a difficult time or struggling or just someone that you feel prompted might need a boost. You know, I'm sure that as we all sit here for a, for 30 seconds or so, we could think of someone that might feel a bit uplifting. Uh, and so I'd encourage you to engage with that and to study that article that, uh, that Elder Bethnal shared in the Enzyme uh, this month in December. And of course, to uh, set uh, some study plans that can help you keep focused on your study uh, and enjoy the... Uh, the study that you can have. Like I said, I've got a Book of Mormon one set up and I, when I start, and you know, this time of year is a great time to be thinking about how we can prepare for a new, brand new year. This would be a great thing on January 1st to set the Book of Mormon up for the entire year on a daily study pattern, set up the enzyme on a monthly basis on a study pattern and whatever else that you find that you uh, really want to delve deep into, really study and prayerfully consider how these can affect your life. Um, thank you for listening. If there's anything that you've heard uh, from today that you've enjoyed, or if there's anything else that you've been studying, please share it at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or email LDSWSession at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening and until we meet again.